<laughs> oh, fucking gross. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Get one in. Uh, uh, oh, welcome right. to a new show. What the what the hell? Something new. Yeah. Right, this I is thought a- these were the guys who never ever would drop where was Slimer and so on. <laughs> right. That sort of thing. Wait, are these the same guys that didn't do anything for two whole years? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, what's it called where you like you don't masturbate, so you're like loading up on semen retention? We were uh, doing, we were doing um, creative, <laughs> yeah, creative semen retention. We a- re- and actual semen retention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was purely incidental. Mm. I I just didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't even notice it wasn't a, and it wasn't for lack of trying. That's the really troubling part. <laughs> I just could not do it. <laughs> Doc, you gotta help me. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not. I'm not touching that. I'm not going down there. Uh huh. And I was like, Why do you assume you're a man just because you're a doctor? <laughs> he's like, Well, I'm not a psychologist, buddy. Uh, like, yeah, fair enough. So, uh, I went to the doctor the other day, and he told me I had to stop masturbating. I asked him why, and he said because it's very distracting, and he's trying to do an exam. Oh, oh, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! That really happened. That really happened. That's insane, dude. Oh my god, is this the doctor you've been going to? Yeah, this is my pediatrician. This is your. Pe- <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> millennials. Yeah. They're still going to their freaking pediatricians. <laughs> These kids don't want to grow up. They don't. They don't. Guys, it's you got to grow up sometime. It's a disgrace. Grow up. Go to a real doctor. Jerk off in front of a real doctor. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Would it kill you <laughs> to crank it to um, an orthopedist? <laughs> You're cranking it to the orthopedist, not... Yeah, well, honestly, you do want someone who can, you know, manage joint pain overseeing that. That's, you know, elbows, wrists, right. the like. I got a pain in my joint, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, me either. <laughs> so, Dan. So, of course, you know... All this talk about JNRDs... You know, uh, <laughs> directly from baby voice <laughs> into J.O. talk. Yep. <laughs> uh, <sighs> if we weren't on a list, we are now. Um, <laughs> yeah, list of freaking uh, best podcasts. Yeah, creative geniuses. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I Here I was trying to get on the AV Club's pod mass roundup or whatever and right. here i ended up on the sex offender registry <laughs> uh all right so i uh, didn't have that on my 2022 bingo oh card. jesus christ <laughs> i didn't i'll show you uh, i i did have it on mine that you would get put on the mm. sex offender registry it feels like entrapment mm. rob yeah what are you drinking uh I made myself a tall, frosty marg. Nice. That's yeah. beautiful. Put it in a uh, in one of those metal cups. that, does, that For hiking? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a hiking for, cup. 
for like outdoors. Yes. To active Keep, lifestyles. Right, for active lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon thinks that I have a very active lifestyle. <laughs> um So this is King Me Babies. King Me Babies, let's talk about it. Well so what is this? I don't know. You just told me to get on the phone. <laughs> King me no, we've yeah. I we've alluded to we've discussed minimally mm-hmm. the king me the dollar baby program right um, so the king the the dollar baby program is something that stephen king does where if you're um you have to sign a contract you can't make any money off of it but he will sell you the rights to make a short film for one dollar Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for one of his stories, um, and that's and it, like I say, you could like you could take it to festivals. It's basically like a way for people to make a thing, get their name out there, and whatnot. But you know, you can't really do anything with you know the the short film itself. You can't mm-hmm. sell it or anything. Mm-hmm. And kind of an invaluable service, uh, maybe a little ahead of its time. You know, like. Um seems like nowadays there's no freaking original screenplays whatsoever so it's like proving they're all all marvel movies (laughs) but i think proving that you can um not only you know make a movie but adapt source material to a screenplay both valuable skills if you're trying to get hired for jobs yeah definitely so it's a cool little service now i don't know whatever became of the filmmakers who made today's baby <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah um some some of the dollar babies have gone on to do big things very big things um this one i'm not so sure what's an example of one that has gone on to do big things i mean i think probably the biggest one is frank darabont um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he did uh, the woman in the room in like 1983 was one of the dollar babies, and then he, you know, obviously Shawshank. He went on to do three. Oh, oh three so you're more, uh, so what? just let's hammer down the terminology here, if we could. Okay, just really quickly. Mm-hmm. Dollar baby equals movie or person. Oh, okay. Bit of both. Hmm, that's a good question. I would like to call Frank Darabont a dollar baby. I think we can. Feels right? like a. Feels like a. a king-esque insult that I can't <laughs> place the meaning of, right? Yeah. <laughs> Frank <Darabont>. <laughs> Tell it to your mother, you dollar baby. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why don't you go suck on your mom's tit, you dollar baby? Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're done, let me add it. Ah. Oh, oh, no, it's not that kind of show at all. No, 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 no. So, so we're not talking about Frank Darabont's dollar no, baby. Not today. We're not talking about dollar baby Frank Darabont's dollar baby. <laughs> right. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. <laughs> right? Bit of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's one for all my um, sort of language nerds out there. <laughs> uh, a, certain, a certain class of listener will really appreciate that one. <laughs> Uh, so what are we talking about here, Dan? Well, it's technically, very technically, something we've covered on the show before. Yeah, this technically <laughs> will be the fourth 
time we're yeah. talking about the lawnmower man <laughs> right well there's a lost episode right there is a lost episode so the, third published but fourth time we've right committed we did it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we did do it we demand credit yeah yeah we we spent like two hours uh, doing that <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. um you think it would go without saying that you can't just uh have the audio playing out of your speakers if you're recording, uh, you know, onto a microphone that's right near the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pay. He doesn't pay. No, he's Whatever. not on here. No, yeah, he's yeah. not on here. <laughs> anyway, we may have actually talked about that on the main feed, but anyway, we're talking about the. F- the, the I want to swear the lawnmower man, the friggin' lawnmower man from 1987, predates um, our beloved. Right. Uh, theatrical Lawnmower Man by uh, five years. Yes. Now, this this short film, running time of about, what would you say, 12 minutes? Yeah, about that. This is a much more faithful adaptation yeah. of the short story. <laughs> um, right. Uh, it, sort of, I, I think, sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say, for anybody who has read the short story and seen the, you know, the Jeff Fahey lawnmower man they're like there is almost nothing connecting them besides uh a lawn um <laughs> there is a lawn mower featured mm-hmm. and that's there's roughly a, it <laughs> there's a man <laughs> yeah. you have to admit there yep there was a man <laughs> um the source material contains no references to say virtual reality no there's uh, a tragic lack of monkeys with guns. <laughs> yeah, VR monkeys. VR monkeys. Um, there aren't any uh, like uh, sexy widows that want to have, uh, you know. You can say uh, it's sex. Just it's just a fuck time <laughs> with, uh, with 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 a with Alger- hand- hand- Yeah, with Algernon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, this is, I would say as, um, as interesting. Oh yeah. I, I think this is a very interesting little story. <laughs> now I, I think I want to set a precedent here for King me babies. Yep. We can talk about the book because Find it's short it. enough yep. that I have time to <laughs> read it. <laughs> Yeah, what do you I, think? Well, yeah, absolutely. What was the story like? Nine pages, something, something like that. Yeah, I, I read it online, and it was like five page breaks. Yeah, it's yeah, ev- yeah. It's um, nice and short. Got it all in right before the recording started. So feeling yeah. good about that. Yeah, it's um, it's part of the was it Night Shift uh, book series of short stories. Mm-hmm. Um. Lots now you of, said you've you've read this before, right? I did, yeah. Did you reread it for this program? I did indeed. <laughs> I had time. Uh, that's great. That, <laughs> this is this is inter- This is a certain you know certain class of listener yeah. will really appreciate this. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So a little, um, we're we're going to be doing these dollar baby episodes probably. I don't. I don't know if every week or every other week. We're gonna try and do them more often, though. Yeah. Um, not trying because they're so short, and we can fucking just jam them right in. Um, yeah, bro. So, okay. Let's get into it. I mean, let's, let's get into it. 
Let's talk about so, so the lawnmower. What the man. hell is oh. the lawnmower man? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's strange. It's a strange little story. You don't want to go through the uh, the cast, the cast, the director, well, or any of that. Yeah, I do yeah. actually. There's a so uh, if you go on IMDb and you type in lawnmower man 1987, you will find uh, this you know short film. Um, everybody in here, it looks like they went on to do a couple things, except for the writer Michael DeLuca. Mm-hmm. Who went on to do big things? Yes, uh, he went on to produce Captain Phillips, Moneyball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Moneyball, the Social Network. He went on. He wrote. Wait for it. Wait for it, Dan. Um, he's one of the credited writers of In the Mouth of Madness, one of our favorite, fascinating John Carpenter movies. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, he also wrote Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, and. The Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd. So, good on him. Yeah. The kid made good. How about that? Yeah. I, like, by far the most successful person to come out of this. The director, uh, James uh, Gonis, or Gonis. I'm not quite yeah. sure how you'd say it. Um, he's got more thanks credits uh, <laughs> than, than, like, actual production credits. Right. And those are... Three, uh, three of the five are Playboy related. So yeah, I don't know what you have to do to get thanked in a in a Playboy special, but I mean these are these are like Playboy things, right? Like like the the men's magazine. Yeah, yeah. So we have Playmate Playback. Oh yeah, I see that. Okay, uh, Playboy things. Fifty Years of Playmates. Oh boy, and Playboy yeah. uh, and Playboy Playmates, Playmates on, the... on the Catwalk. Yikes! Yeah. So thanks. Special- Thanks for all that you do. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for ogling the girls for us. <laughs> Look, I'm sure he's a, you know, I'm sure he's doing uh I'm sure he's you know. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm certain of this. We we do have one actor. So this might be a fun fun thing to keep track of. It's yeah. fun to, it's fun to tally things, right? Yeah. We have one actor who has a photo on on the cast list. Uh, right. Uh, someone named Helen Hanft. H-A-N-F-T. Uh, I ain't talking about no freaking bored apes. Sorry, yeah. Seth Green. No, yeah, she did pretty well for herself, too, huh? Yeah, she's been in Moonstruck. She's been in Manhattan by your favorite director. <laughs> right? You're like a Woody guy. You're a, you're a Rifkin head. Yeah, I don't really like his movies. I just I'm more into his personal life. <laughs> I like his jazz albums. <laughs> I love uh I love Dixie Dixieland jazz. Yeah. By a hobbyist. <laughs> yeah. Get me uh get me get me Woody Allen on clarinet, please. <laughs> hey, I'd rather I'd rather keep his mouth on a clarinet than frickin' woof. Yeah. Oof. Say no more, right? <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. Um what else? she was in Arthur. That's a good movie. Yeah. Nine um, and a half weeks. Hey, that's that's steamy stuff right there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she's not very steamy in this. <laughs> no. She's uh uh, she's not even. I was gonna say she gets steamed, but she doesn't even get steamed. She gets. No. Very she gets upset. traumatized. Yeah. So uh, the the short story or the uh, 
the short film is, I would say, almost identical to the short story. Right, yeah. It really hits every beat. Um, some of the, A lot of the dialogue felt pretty identical. You know, I yeah. didn't, like, go back and match it up or anything, but... Right. Um, I, I would say the biggest creative liberty they took was not having um, Karis, our antagonist, mm-hmm. be completely nude on screen. Right. And it, su- it suffers. The film suffers for that. Yeah, he should have been naked. Mm-hmm. We, I'll, I'll explain why later when we get to it. <laughs> I just like that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's, let's talk about this story. What, who, who are our main characters here? What's it about? So this is the story of Howard Parkett, who is a... Um, Sort of, he's a an older gentleman in in the suburbs. He's uh, you know, you want you want me to tell it as the as the movie tells it, or you want to get into book stuff? Yeah, no, let's let's do the short film because we're gonna be sticking like okay. th- this is our first one, guys. We're still working on the bugs, but I assume that like we can since they're so close or whatever, we could talk about the short film and sure. then any deviations we could go back to the book. All right, yeah, so um. Howard, he's like a you know older guy, suburban guy, loves drinking beer, smoking cigars, taking afternoon naps. These are his his passions in life. Yeah, he he just naps in his lawn chair, which mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. pretty nice. So first scene of the movie is him doing just that with the the, the Red Sox game playing on his radio mm-hmm. as as a neighborhood uh, boy is mowing his lawn. As the boy's mowing his lawn. What could happen? But a couple of neighbor uh, neighbors' pets, you know, a dog is chasing a cat. Tragically, yeah. directly toward the lawnmower. <laughs> this, um, this kid r- runs over that poor cat. <laughs> and then uh, Mrs. Parkat, played by the 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 wickedly talented <laughs> Helen Hanft, um. Appears out of nowhere. <laughs> they don't really show her pulling up to the house or anything. She's just in the driveway. Yeah. And she has an incredible line read of like, oh, no, or something where it's, <laughs> it's very, uh, was, was that movie Trolls 2? Yeah. Troll yeah. 2? Troll 2. Yeah. Trolls 2. That's Trolls World Tour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Different movie. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if any, any parent has got that one confused. <laughs> Didn't realize till fifty minutes in. How? <laughs> yeah, where the where are the goddamn yeah. trolls? Yeah, you just press play, walk out of the room, <laughs> go sip your bottle of booze, uh-huh. mommy, <laughs> mom, <laughs> mother. Um. So the so, cat gets caught up in the lawnmower. Cat gets caught up in the lawnmower. Mister um, Parquet, he um, he fires the kid. Um. And and basically, like, his wife is just, she stays in bed for, like, a week. Yes. He, uh, she is, like, so upset about the cat. And and Howard can't, like, he's he's just fed up. He's, like, I'm fucking, like, yeah, he, he walk tries, it off. Like, he's, he's just, like, not having it. Right. He tries to um, doink his wife, and mm-hmm. she says, not until you get rid of that lawnmower. Right. And would you agree that Howard... Sounds exactly like season one Homer. <laughs> <laughs> like Tracy Ullman. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I can see come, that. Come on, Marge. 
It's I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do well, it. Get over here, boy. <laughs> He's a scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get. get over here, boy. <laughs> mm. uh, so he does, yeah. in fact, get rid of the lawnmower in a scene that feels like pretty extraneous. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Right. I guess the point is to just set up like, you know, to, to make you think twice when Karis starts using his own his own lawnmower. Mower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it is kind of a it's a long uh, it's a long front porch to get to uh, <laughs> the actual story. here. Right. It's, it's like, OK, well, we have to fire the boy. All right. Well, what if he runs over a cat? OK. Well, now we have to also get rid of the lawnmower. What if, yes. you know, <laughs> and this is like, this is why, you know, cause when you read it, it doesn't feel like it takes nearly yeah. that long. Right. There's a bit more interiority. There's like a, a, a nice, you get some like character development for Howard. That's kind of like missing from here. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So when you just kind of follow the plot, it's a little bit. Like you said, it's a long front porch. <laughs> so eventually, he call you know he he calls the son of the of the of a lawn boy, a potential lawn boy. Well, yeah, right. He calls, yeah, he calls up one of his neighbors and asks if if her son is available to mow his lawn. Yes, and she says uh, he's off at college. And Parquet says, are you sure? And she says, I am. I'm his mother. Yes. yes. Um, and he says, don't. <laughs> or it's season one. So it was it. Dark. 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 So um, he finds a, it's like a, it's an ad in the paper, right? Like a part-time um, in the book. I really liked it. It was just like uh, lawnmower reasonable, and then the yeah. phone number. That's the whole advertisement. Mm-hmm. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I, so he he calls the number. Uh, they send over the lawnmower man, and he like when he he rings the doorbell, waking Parkat. Parkat's always fucking taking a little nap. Mm-hmm. Wakes him up. He gets to the door, and the lawnmower man is like big, like he's like this really like. He's almost like a John Coffey type, you know, like John Coffey is like this huge, uh, like mountain of a man. Mm. Um, or a, it, uh, an M O O N type. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that spells lawnmower man. Simple and supernatural. That's right. That's how we like them. <laughs> that's what, that's how we like our big guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, uh, they go out to the back, and uh, Parkhead shows Karis the uh, the lawn, which has completely it, it's overgrown now. Like now, it's like yeah, he like two finds a he finds like a neighbor kid hiding in the grass. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. The grass is so high at this point, and like he just refuses to cut it. Yeah. Um. So, and, and Karis is just like, nope, this is no problem for me, buddy, and. <laughs> Just, he's ready to get to work. So Parquet goes inside. <laughs> he's going to take another nap. And and he hears the lawnmower going, and it's really fucking loud. Yeah. So he goes outside, and he will, you can't believe what he sees. I could. Yeah. I, 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 I saw could. it already. Yeah. To me, uh, it was no big deal. 
It was gross. Um, the lawnmower is driving itself. Um, it's uh, just like this industrial like lawnmower, like spewing out a uh, like smoke and shit. Yes. And the lawnmower man, Karis, is in the movie. He's down to his underwear. In the book, he is completely naked, mm-hmm. and he's crawling behind the lawnmower, eating all the grass clippings. And Correct. Yes. Just, just grass, just shoveling fistfuls of grass into his face. It's a very compelling image, Rob. I've never seen anything quite like it <laughs> before or since. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to the efforts of whoever directed Lawnmower Man, ninety-two. <laughs> right. It's um. It. Like, you know, and it's going to make sense why in a second, but it, I was almost reminded of like a, like, a, again, a certain class of listener will appreciate this reference, but like a Gabriel Garcia Mark has sort of like magical realism image, okay. right? Not the lawnmower yeah. so much, but the idea of someone just like on all fours devouring grass. It's, yeah, it's sure. like very poetic. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not. Even in practice, I guess. Not the way it's filmed so much. Right. It's, it's very meat and potatoes the way it's filmed. But mm. it, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit cuckoo. It I'd is. Yeah. Um, then as, as the lawnmower is going, um, a mole runs in front of it. Mm. And he gets run over. And the lawnmower man gobbles that mole up too. <laughs> yeah. Gotta eat the mole. Gotta eat the mole. Which causes... Um, What's his fucking name? Howard Parquette. to yeah. Howard, yeah, he causes him to pass out. When he comes to, he uh, he hallucinates his wife standing over him. Um, as his vision clears or whatever, he comes fully to. He realizes it's who else but Karis. Yeah, and and, Car- and Karis is pretty friendly at this point. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, buddy, you 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 okay?" <laughs> and, um, and he's like, "The line the line is something like." You know, referring to eating the grass as the lawn hose uh-huh. itself. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's something the boss is trying out. Uh, you know, <laughs> not everyone handles it so well. Some people just can't appreciate efficiency, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, sort of like fumbling for really anything to say. Uh, what's the line about? Which line? About what? God. Oh, I mean, he says, God bless the lawn. Oh, that's what it is. God bless the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. And this delights our lawnmower man. Oh, man. He's very into it. Yes. And he keeps ref- he keeps referencing the boss, and the boss is going to like it. Yeah, boss and is going like, to like it. How, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Parquet would like to give it a shot because the boss is always looking for new talent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's like, wait, who's the boss? Um. And and he says, "Well, I mean, you said it yourself, right? God bless the lawn." Pan, pan. <laughs> it's pan. It's, it's the Greek god Pan. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dan, do you know anything about the Greek god Pan? I know he's a goat man. He is a goat man. I don't know. I think he's like a. Is he a a god of? He's Fresh cut grass. <laughs> um, a, uh, no. What do a, you know about Pan? A fertility deity. Uh, okay. 
I don't know how this all shakes out in the for- in in the grass, man. Uh, the fertility, not so much, but there's some stuff in the story that um that like that is like sort of a a theme that gets introduced very early on with regard to his daughter with yeah. Parquet's daughter, who is not in the movie at all. Right. Um, but there are a couple references early on where, um, she, when like right after the cat gets killed, um, his daughter comes out to like, you know, see it and like, is, is like very emotional about it. Mm-hmm. But and I'm just going to read real quick. Um, she had taken enough time to change her jumper for a pair of blue jeans and one of those disgusting skimpy sweaters. She had a crush on the boy who mowed the lawn. Mm -hmm. So there's like a little bit of that. And then as, um, as Howard is watching the lawn grow, he, (laughs) I'm going to read one more passage here. Yeah. He sat on the back porch on the weekends and watched glumly as a never ending progression of young boys he had never seen before popped out to mutter a quick hello before taking his buxom daughter off to the local passion pit. And the grass thrived and grew in a marvelous way. Mm-hmm. It was good summer for grass. Three days of shine followed by one day of gentle rain, almost like clockwork. Yep. So there's like a lot, I, you know. So what, <laughs> it, what, what is King trying to say here with, with this daughter? This daughter? And G- this... Uh, with the uh, parkets deouter, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure totally because, like, that's like that's sort of a. I would not say that's the central thing that the story is dealing with. I know it. It's weird to include it though. Hmm. Well, it's like I think it's just sort of like. Okay, so you want to get into it? Yeah. Thematically, please and. I think a certain class of listener is really going to enjoy this portion <laughs> of the conversation. Uh-huh. So, all right, real quick, I guess, like, just to wrap up what happens with the plot, because sure. can, we yeah, can yeah. hit it very quickly. Um, Howard sees, you know, he has this whole experience with Karis, goes inside, and is just, like, freaking out. Like, this, this whole thing has completely shaken him, and he kind of commits to calling the police, and mm. he does so... And as he's trying to call and, like, explain what's happening, uh, there's some funny dialogue there with the police being, like, you know, <laughs> you know sort of in disbelief yeah. about what he's describing. Wait, he's, he's doing what? He's <laughs> eating what? <laughs> um, you know, the lawnmower gets louder and louder, and then Karis and the lawnmower, his familiar, mm-hmm. are, are both, <laughs> both in the house. Yep. Karis is basically like, ah, buddy, you shouldn't have done that. Right. That was the wrong move. And sorry, what were you going to say? No, no. I, go ahead. Oh, just the lawnmower begins to give chase. <laughs> That's right. Chewing up the shag carpet, then <laughs> yep. the furniture. Destroying everything in the house. Mm-hmm. Howard's throwing stuff in front of it to you know protect himself, but it, it doesn't work. Um, Karis also offers. He's like, if you, you know. Oh, so I think the thing we forgot to mention when Howard passes out is that one of the things Karis says is that um, something about like sometimes a sacrifice has to be made. Yeah, you know, right. Um. So then, as you know, as they're cornering Howard in his house, uh, Karis says something to the effect of like, "If you just show me to your butcher block, I will <laughs> right. 
you know, your knife block, I will, I, I can we just can make, make this easy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Get this over with real quick. Um, so then it's kind of like smash cut to the police, uh, at the crime scene. Right. The, the lawnmower, we see the lawnmower, not in, uh, fully run him over, but we see, you know, from the lawnmower's perspective, run him over. Yes. Then, yes. Then we cut to two cops standing in the backyard, like, what the hell happened here? Kind of a thing. Yeah. They're you know, like, uh, I can't believe, uh, you know, this guy, he just snapped and he uh, he drove his lawnmower through the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and he That's pretty much the, it. They, the, they remark on how nice the lawn looks. Yeah. He says like uh, sex maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, uh, I w- yeah. Cause I think the neighbors also report like a giant naked man. Right. Uh, on the property or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the movie, the movie ends with uh, them basically just taking note of how good the lawn is. It's a great right. lawn. So I, I think the, you know, Rob, what do I think everything's about? What's you, my... You think everything is about capitalism. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. So there's some stuff in the short story, which I think kind of like spells this out a little bit better. Like there's, first of all, a very deliberate acknowledgement that um, Howard is a Republican. Uh-huh. And beyond that, you know, that's like whatever. That's one thing. Right. Um, but there's this passage here, which I will read to you now, if that is okay. Please. So this is about Howard. He sat back down and looked accusingly for a moment at the puddle of beer under the table where the overturned cores with the overturned cores can in the middle of it. He thought of getting a mop from the kitchen and decided it would keep no sweat, no strain. He opened his paper to the financial section and cast a judicious eye at the closing stock quotations. As a good Republican, he considered the Wall Street executives behind the column type to be at least minor demigods, and he had wished many times that he could better understand the word, capital W, as handed down from the Mount, not on stone stone tablets, but in such enigmatic abbreviations as percent and whatever KDK stands for, and so on. You get the point. Right. So a couple things here. One, obvious, you know, the very obvious acknowledgement of like him looking to these sort of movers and shakers of capital as demigods. Right. right? Uh-huh. That's pretty plain. But then beyond that, the I think the image of letting the beer soak into the carpet so that there's no sweat and no strain is like very. Yeah. That's this. It is this whole story. It's a it, it, sacri- it's a sacrifice. Yes, to preserve his comfort. Well, right, right. So uh, once you said that, I was like, I, it, when you were like, I'm reading the story and or whatever, and like, <laughs> and guess it's what about it, capitalism. <laughs> so I hadn't read uh, the story at that point. So then I read the story again, um, and I was like, yeah, that's this makes sense. I mean, like the guy, the way that it's described his life and house and whatever it's like it it's the the in quotation american dream right mm-hmm. it's the the house with the white picket fence and the nice lawn and the the kids and you know he just wants he, i mean like the guy's sleeping through the whole fucking 
right. the whole story. Like yeah. he's just taking naps constantly, right? Yeah, there's a great line toward the end about uh, as the lawnmower is bearing down on him, it's that he can't outrun it because he'd had one too many beers, taken one too many afternoon naps. That's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So like, and and also the fact that like he's hiring all these people to do mm-hmm. the work for him, which like. Which are pointedly referred to as boys only yes, in the story. That's true. Um, but even, you know, in the beginning or whatever, it's not that crazy for him to, like, hire a neighborhood kid to, like, mow his lawn. But the fact that, like, he lets his lawn grow till, until it's, like, two, three feet high mm-hmm. without doing anything about it because he simply won't do it. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, There's a, a boom and bust element to that as well. Sure. Um, once again, I am forced to consider the dancing clown Pennywise. <laughs> you know, I feel uh-huh. like I do feel, you know, I probably be, you know, if, if I hadn't also just watched it, would I right. be thinking of this? Maybe not so much, but uh-huh. I think it's kind of, I'm grateful that I did because I think it's kind of relevant. Uh-huh. Now, there's, um, in, I think uh, one. So basically to me, this is the story of a man confronting the reality of the capitalist economy. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets closer and closer to just like the dark heart of it. And when he, when he sees what truly drives this lifestyle, it, it breaks him. Yeah. You know? Right. Yes. Um, So just like a, a couple and it gets started kind of early. Um, you could even say that the daughter is part of that. Just like the, just like, I mean, that's a bit of a stretch actually. I was going to say just sort of like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck that okay. point. I'm cutting we'll f- that. We'll fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that part that will be fucked. <laughs> but, um, so as soon as Kara shows up, I think you, you start, getting that like the groundwork is being laid um yeah. i mean not just because he's like this big imposing figure but you find out that um howard's always had this sort of like fear and resentment of this type of guy right so in the in the story there's yes. it's uh it, i mean it's spelled out much clearer mm-hmm. um he he's ta- talking about this guy and how he's like you know, sort of this bigger, imposing guy, but he's also like this blue collar guy, mm-hmm. right? Just standing there and like he's seen him before, like working on road crews and and shit like that, and you know, always always have time to like lean on a shovel or have a cigarette or and, sleep with or, your wife, yeah, or fuck <laughs> your wife, <laughs> a guy that a guy that just knows what to do, right? Right. Which Such makes, an interesting yeah yes uh-huh. <laughs> such I an know. interesting fear to have yeah and, and like i mean it's it's uh like i mean you think about it right like this guy he's he doesn't want to do anything yeah right i mean that's what it seems like he doesn't want any part of like like yeah, even in the one part like he tries to fuck his wife and she's just like she doesn't want him mm-hmm. right so he he sees this guy this in this blue collar guy and he's just like this guy has it all this guy yeah. could have it all but i you know he's working for me and i can't do anything i need him mm-hmm. so there is like this uh, almost like a like a 
alpha beta kind of thing that he's he's feeling at least or bourgeoisie proletariat thing sure yep sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it applies like no i i agree with you a fear yeah. of someone with skill yeah <laughs> like well right i mean like if you think you know like if the world crumbled and everything you know fell apart and whatever right who would like like when the fucking world crumbled and fell yes. apart not if <laughs> when it fell apart right uh, it was all like skill workers that were essential workers, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hospitals and things, but also like uh, trades and, you know, like those, those guys, they couldn't stop working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they like, there was uh, people still needed electricians. They still needed, you know, plumbers and shit like that. Like all of these things were still very much needed. Yes. So this and- guy has no skills to speak of. You know, and but it's also like I think I mean, just the like talk about the image of the lawnmower leading this guy around and uh-huh. him eating its waste. Sure. How's that fit in? Um, I don't know. Or do you know? Is this I, I mean, I have my thoughts on it. This is all just like made up, right? Yeah, this whole conversation is bullshit. Yeah. But <laughs> well, right. I don't know. The, the guy felt well, because it's Karis, though. Um, hmm. Uh, I don't know. What what do you, what do you think about it? I mean, it's like I don't think it's like a clear analogy. I think there's a couple ways to think about it. But the the thing, I think, the thing, my initial sort of read on that was like, you know, sort of a a commentary uh-huh. on like industrialism and Sh- and what it does like it doesn't it doesn't create (sighs) basic you know like it it sort of reduces him rather than like give him the same lifestyle as a howard Mm -hmm. it reduces him to this nude yeah man just eating the scraps that the machine leaves behind Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because like the story refers to it as his familiar but right it's also leading him around it's true so i don't know i don't know what to make of that but Hmm. then there's also just like so part of me is like the horror is is seeing just like this naked literally naked right yeah. subhuman life that this man is, <laughs> you know, in his telling sort of gleefully confined to. Right. But also, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I'm at the end of my thought. Well, I, I, I totally see what you're saying about like this guy being reduced, but he's also in relation to Howard like Howard doesn't know this yet necessarily, but he is the lawnmower man is like above him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. In like status. Um, so I don't know. It almost felt like um, where it, like it, it agreed, like maybe it has something to do with like um, industrialism, right? Like the lawnmower it, in the book, it, it talks about like, you know, it's spewing out this like this black or like blue mm-hmm. and whatever smoke, just like you know, like like a disgusting yeah. fucking machine, right? Mm-hmm. But also like 
I don't know, just the fact that <laughs> this guy who is, like, who Howard is intimidated by, right? Like, Howard is intimidated by the lawnmower man, and also he's looking up to these, uh, you know, uh, like the stock uh, the traders and all these, like, movers and shakers of, yeah. you know, Wall Street. Um, and, and the lawnmower man is eating up all of the, the scraps and, and the fucking mole and all that, like, leaving nothing behind. It, it's, yeah. I mean, like, that sort of feels like it's saying, like, I don't know, like, you know, we're going to, uh, we have these machines, we're the, we're, you know, the, the masters of this industry, and you don't even get the scraps. Like, you, you're just part of the deal. Like, yeah. 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 You know, you're hiring us, but also we're going to do this no matter what. You know what I mean? Like you are are completely incidental to this. I love it. I think you're right. I love that. And it's also like, like, I think the reason that particular visual is so useful in, in that reading of things is like, it makes the wants of that class of person totally incomprehensible. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, of course. Right. We like, you hear about that too, like in like modern society and shit, right? Like you hear about what billionaires are up to, but there is like, there are hard studies done where like, um, they, they found that people in whatever class they're in, they can imagine what the class above them is like. And the class below them is like, and anything outside of that, they have no idea, yeah. which is why people who are, you know, say upper middle class or whatever, don't really understand what it's like to live in poverty, right? right? Like, like the actual day to day, what that looks like. Yeah. The same goes for like people in the middle class, like trying to figure out what billionaires are doing in their spare time. Cause like they could do anything, anything presumably. at all. And what does that do to your brain? Right, (laughs) right, right. Like, I mean, it's basically like it's a little bit eyes wide shut. Yes. You know, well, well, right. I mean, that's kind of that's what that whole movie is like kind of about is like, you know, uh, there's a whole section (laughs) where it's just like the richest people in the world can get away with murder. Like, that's the deal. Like, they could just do whatever they want. They're not even like like we're not even part of the same world that right. they're a part of, you know? Right. Um, which I mean that, yeah, like bringing you back to lawnmower man here. Um, I, I mean this, the, the lawnmower man is, keeps talking about his boss pan and how like, it's <laughs> so like who like also, I think it's worth noting is a goat man. And there's like a satanic subtext to that yeah. as well. well. Right. And, and at one point, um, in the book, at least Howard looks down at, at the lawnmower man's feet and he's, mm-hmm. And between his big toe and the second toe there, there's like, uh, it's a, like a large indent. Yeah. He says it looks almost like a cloven hoof. Right. Uh, in the movie, it is a literal cloven hoof. Yes. Which I sort of (laughs) understand, you know, you know, you're shooting this on a budget or whatever. You're not going to go do a foot casting session. Yeah. yeah, Although with the director's, uh, you know, body of work as it stands now, it maybe would have been so difficult. <laughs> he probably could have got some, some feet models. Yeah, he could have got some feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is about capitalism. So, yes, like like literally everything else, it is yeah, yeah. about capitalism. Yeah, I mean... I mean... And, and, 
it it's it's about yeah it's about capitalism i think it's about howard feeling uh uh impotent mm-hmm. you know in his in his own life and just settling into that and like that's again that is like the american dream right is to have enough money to not do anything right mm-hmm. like <laughs> that like in theory that's what it is and you're yeah. like all right well what happens then <laughs> i mean so like yeah, because now I'm hung up on the sex stuff again. Let's talk about the Uh-oh. sex stuff. Uh-oh, Mr. Pig wants to talk about the sex stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. That's well, it. Because I'm like, <laughs> how does you, this... Fe- you call your dick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ju- hey, he just wants to talk. <laughs> Gross. Listen, buddy, I just want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want any trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, like, I'm trying to think of how that still fits in. And I think it is just, like, the, it it really, I guess, just in terms of, like, production and, like, replenishing the human stock mm-hmm. that's necessary to sure. sustain that system, or I guess any system, but, like, his sort of, like, fear and contempt of his whole life. Like, that's really, really right. how it fits in. It's, like, he... He's resentful of sex, mm-hmm. um, of just like sort of like that base human experience. I guess it's just like I don't know. Is it just yeah, like no? I yeah. I think <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems to me like uh, maybe at one time this guy had uh, like life in him, spirit <laughs> maybe, and whatever happened. Uh, it just completely drained out of him. Yeah. I mean, probably has something to do with whatever job he was working and whatever else that like to the point where like on the weekends, I, I presume this is the weekend, but like on the weekends, he just wants to take a nap and drink beer and listen to the baseball game and literally nothing else. Yeah. Like that's it. Oh, and like, that's, I don't want to think about this no more. <laughs> to, to I got that his wife. Fuck him. What? I got a bit of a, Howard Parkhead thing going over here right now. I'm realizing I don't want to talk about oh, this no more. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about something else, that's fine. I don't just. Don't and and he's also. I, I feel like he's also feeling uh, uh, maybe uh, cucked by uh, by the lawnmower man and his bl- <laughs> blue collar ways. His blue collar ways. His his uh, verdant pubis, as we learn in the story. That's a very marvelous detail. Oh and God. also, like, weirdly similar to the um, the short story that makes its way into uh, Creepshow that Stephen King stars in, where it's basically just, like, grass run amok starts growing out of this guy. I forget the name of that story. But. Uh, yeah, the unfortunate events of, like, Jody Verrill or something Yeah, yeah, like that. I, think, I think that's exactly right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting repeat image, wouldn't sure. you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. In the book, <laughs> he talks about uh, the lawnmower man's pubic hair being fertile green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and again, with the sex stuff. Oh, I my mean, God. the sex stuff, but also the capitalism stuff. Oh. What color is money, baby? It's what, that sweet green. What is a penis shaped like? A rolled up dollar bill. <laughs> what size is it? Rolled up dollar bill. Right, fellas? Am I right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I'm just gonna say it, Rob. Mm-hmm. This is a great first 
baby it, show. Good baby. Good baby. <laughs> yeah. And we need, when it goes well, we should have a sound effect of a baby giggling. And when it goes bad, we should have one of a baby crying. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and think if we have any uh, Stephen King movies with like actual babies in them. What's the, audio. what's the one storm of the century? Is there a baby in storm of the century? Feels like there, there might be. There must be. Doesn't he claim like a literal baby to be his, no, it's or like is a, it a kid. It's a kid. Oh, all right. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll we'll add some uh, some King Me Baby specific drops, and if you liked our theme music, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's also uh, very King specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, try and figure that out. That's a fun game for you guys to play. Yeah, you guys like having fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm prepared to call it. I feel like uh, a lot of yeah. food for thought in this one. Don't want to blow anyone's of, minds. Yeah, a lot of grass for thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any other ones will be this interesting. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I hate to say it, but I think reading the the source material is actually very helpful and interesting. <laughs> well, only people that that listen to King Me Babies are going to know that that's how we feel. About it. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. We have to actively discourage people from signing up for the Patreon. <laughs> uh, no, that, that yeah, I this is this was a good one uh, to start out with. Yeah, um, especially because we already talked about so much about the Lawnmower Man before. Yeah, and this has nothing to do with that. Nothing. <laughs> like I thought, you know, it's not even like we can compare and contrast them because we. I mean, we did do that. It I mean, yeah, begins and nothing. ends with the lawnmower and the man. <laughs> That's so, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Uh, all right. Signing off until next time. I'm Dan Goo Goo Gaga Gliardi. <laughs> right? That's right? Good. Yeah. And what's yours? Uh, my <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Oh, man. How about Rob Sids? Baby <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Uh, see you guys. Goodbye.